He goes, my legs were broken, but now they're not broken. What happened? Welcome, everybody, aboard the hate train of this week's Film House. Uh, this episode of Film House is brought to you by Lisa Mattresses, and I'll tell you a little bit about a special offer they have for you guys later on in the show. But first, I'd like to introduce my fellow travelers on the Sony Shit Express. Oh, <laughs> no, you make it sound negative, and yeah, it's not. <laughs> we're not we're, we don't want to come in here completely negative. We want to have some sort of positive outlook on bad movies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we can do that. There are some bright sides to... Venom, which is the movie we all us. saw. You have to introduce us, though. Yeah, well, you were supposed to introduce yourselves. Oh, oh we are? Um, I you just interrupt. Just okay. When he starts talking, you just knock That's him okay. over. That's kind of how it goes. I'm, I'm more of a toxin man. I'm Adam <laughs> Kovic. <laughs> I'm a uh, red-haired wig carnage. <laughs> oh, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> Hold off on the spoilers, Bruce. Oh, yeah, sorry. Spoiler. And I'm your cousin, Betty Brock. <laughs> oh, it's Betty Brock. Betty James. Brock. Oh, from the Brock Report? Or Brock Report. Should have been called Brock Bottom. Oh, oh it should have been. That wow. been you already gave more thought to the movie than anyone who worked on it did. <laughs> so, yeah, we all saw Venom Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom. Gonna get we that did. Venom. Venom. It's, <laughs> it's been just about 24 hours since I've seen it. Yeah, you, guys, you guys went during the work day yesterday. Fresh, it's fresh in my we brain. Did. James and I wasted a Saturday oh, afternoon on no, this. No, Sunday morning. Was, oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, oh, you no. could have been at church <laughs> learning about the good word. <laughs> that would be way better. Yeah, seriously. Better stories. Um... But yeah, I guess, so this isn't an entire hate train. Uh, there are some good parts in this film. Oh, well, actually, let's start with I the want, good parts. Well, I yeah. wanna, can I sure. just start by saying way. this movie made a butt-ton of money. Oh, yeah, so it does not so matter it if it was matter. good or not. So, not, no, at no, no, no. That's, no, no. The, so we, that should be clear. We no, did made, do a uh, previous podcast where we said, Venom will fail, and boy, were we wrong. Uh, did, I, Super did we wrong. say that? Yeah, well, that was the well, title that's the, of the, the video. thumbnail I made. Was it a question mark? I think Probably it fail because it doesn't sound like a definitive contractually. Statement. I think we actually took a bet on that one. It felt like this is a flip of the coin as to whether or not people would just get confused and think it was a Marvel thing and be no. fine with it, no. or if they would actually like judge it by how well it was received. Hmm. Whatever it made eighty million in the U.S. and Even a little more. over a hundred overseas, so yeah. budget was a hundred. So it's made its money back. So it made its money yeah. back, including marketing. I'm guessing in the first. Wait, couple was of it days. only a hundred million to make? That's uh, reportedly. That's about right. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess it's about. It wasn't. It didn't look great. So. I, mean, yeah. I imagine there's some R and D that went into previous Spider Mans that they maybe sure over there was. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, this the success. I guess before we talk about the movie, um, potentially does send. The message of Sony, they've received your uh, your money and message received, everyone. Yes. They, they, yeah. are, they will continue making, um, was it Mobius? Is Mobius. The yeah, more, so Absolutely. That's Jerry Leto, right? Yeah. Mor- yes. Yeah, Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, Doc Ock's going to get a movie. Craven the Hunter the is apparently on board after Morbius. Don't forget, don't forget about Venom 2. Yeah. You guys are going to get Venom 2 starring... More Tom Woody Hardy, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson as, <laughs> as Cletus Cassidy. Now, is that, damn now spoilers. Is, is that a guarantee? It was announced. Casting well, was announced. Yeah, it, was. it was announced, yeah. It was definitely announced. Which is also, so I figured that one out. The same director who did Venom is the guy who did Zombieland, yeah. mm-hmm. starring one Woody Harrelson. Yep. Yeah. So that was probably a, hey, bud, I'm doing this thing. Would you li- like to have a cameo role? If this movie get, does well, maybe you can play this character that's unnecessary because we just did a movie where the the villain was a symbiote yeah I think I got a (laughs) hour free (laughs) (laughs) he's like you need me doing makeup no wear this clown wig yeah we know it's okay we sent the PA to Party City 
He's okay. <laughs> yeah, He's I got mean, it. Woody Harrelson's terrifying looking enough Ouch. without hair. Jeez. No, I mean, is I really? he, he definitely has an imposing look. I mean, if, yeah, you, if yeah. you, like, when he was announced as a casting, we're getting way out of track, but oh, when he was whatever. announced as a casting decision, people were showing pictures of Cletus Cassidy or whatever, mm-hmm. and then him from Natural Born Killers side by side, and they're like, look at this crazy killer. Yeah. They, like, show yeah. Him, they show him with a big red wig on? No, no one did that, because it's dumb. <laughs> Except for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's been bald since season three of Cheers, so who knows? We should be clear, the movie does show Woody Harrelson with a giant red wig <laughs> yeah. at Yo, the it, end it, of the movie. The fakest, credits. We started at the very mm-hmm. end after yeah. the end of the film. At the end it's of the movie. the wiggest we'll wig I've ever seen. <laughs> and he looks at the camera and goes, there will be carnage. Uh, he I say am carnage. carnage. And then he pauses yeah. and he goes, another symbiote. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so I, I can I yeah, start. Yeah, what, did you, just, what did you like about this just, movie, just, What did I like? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm, I'm curious because I think James what and I, I probably like. have the most sort of like pre-existing knowledge of the character Eddie Brock and Venom mm-hmm. and even some other comic book related stuff. Bruce. Yeah, I, I read the comics when I was a kid. Okay, so the, you know the Venom origin story. I was story. excited about Venom, but I, always in the context of Spider-Man. So, okay. uh, and and yeah. so, so Venom, I think, was cool to me when I was a kid, when I was like 11. Hmm. Um, and it was, it was neat that he would, that he was a vigilante that would kill people. I always thought that was kind of cool because it's like, yeah, he's really, you know, he really gives it to the bad guys. But this movie's PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> so there really isn't much gore. At all, if you There's if you none. if you are into that at all, you don't get it. There's a total of what three decapitations, but you don't. Oh, you never see it. You yeah, never all, see anything. You get a sound. You yeah. get a, a head sound, a head chomping sound. I'm, okay, I guess clear this question up for me. So, has Venom ever been a, a like a hungry character? Does he have to eat? Is that a thing? He has to feed. Well, okay. So you're this describing you're describing a concept in this film that was introduced where Venom has to feed. For sustenance on live things, he's always yeah. hungry. And, for it, live. and it, there's a line that seems to imply that it's live things. It's, yeah, there is. Yeah, but Except it's also a thing that's completely disregarded by the end of the movie, for the most part. True. Well, because like, he, he likes the tater tots, which and is that's not alive at all. Which is which is okay. So that's <laughs> the sum total of this movie. It's no no internal logic. It just it's only it's whatever's convenient for the moment. Right. Yeah. It, at no point did anyone of the writers. Three of them, I think, <laughs> like they're read a the, scene and go, "Oh, well, writing this is con- conflicts with what happened prior or what will happen after." And they said, "I don't care. We have a deadline in three hours, mm-hmm. and we're going to finish this script," which I think is the the whole vibe of the whole movie. Well, I, I, we should give an example too, because I know a lot of people are always like, "You guys are hating on everything." The, one of the first things that happens in this movie is they show Riz Ahmed, who's like the Elon Musk character of this film. And he is standing in front of a group of children and, like, teaching the children in his lab. And one of the children raises their hand, uh, and another child yells at that child to put their hand down. All the children. No, I'm yeah. sorry, all the children. All the children, yeah. which is commonplace, yeah. obviously, on school field trips for <laughs> children to shout at each other. And they go, put your hand down because you're in the presence of Riz Ahmed. And then Riz Ahmed goes, hold on, children. Let this other girl talk who raised her hand. She has a question. Mm-hmm. And then... We don't ever find well, out the question because well, she never asks. Again, he back never, to the writing, they were using that moment to make a, make his point, yes. which is that some people just don't understand. He's, yeah, he, right? he monologues. Some yes. people don't understand, that, and you have to break societal norms to show off that like you have something to say. Except that a kid asking a question is one horrible example. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense because she could have gone like, where's the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like they, you don't know what. And then yeah. the and then Where the other thing is, come from? he then interrupts her and then storms off before <laughs> he, she away. ever asked for the question. And, and he's like, <laughs> "Keep it up, you little one." And she's like, "I didn't get to." She never like, got to answer. I think he even puts his hand on her face and she, pushes her down. That's James is right. They just set they set it up, but they never knock it down because yeah. they had they knew what they want. The writers knew every single scene what they wanted to get out of that scene. But they never thought beyond the scene, what's, what preceded it or what will come after mm-hmm. or anything like that. And, and then they also didn't really think about how it made sense logically. I, my biggest hang up with this whole movie, and I'm gonna, I actually I want to preface, you can enjoy anything you like, especially <laughs> movies. Anything can be enjoyable, an enjoyable experience. So people are saying, I enjoyed Venom. Sure. You are not wrong to do that. That being said, if you enjoy a woman in high-heeled shoes stomping on your scrotum, that's fine, but it doesn't mean it's good for your scrotum. <laughs> and that's Venom, okay? Not good for your scrotum. It's not a good movie. No, it's actually not. a really bad it's movie. Not good, not good for your brain. It's fine. I don't think it's fine good for your brain. Fine if you enjoy yeah. it, but it is a pure commercial product. I don't believe that anyone involved, ex- with the exception of maybe Tom Hardy, cared at all about this movie in any sort of like real way. Like I don't think any of them cared about the character. And I even think Tom Hardy's involvement was just that every single time he does any sort of role, he always does that, what can I find that isn't in the script that I can add to this character to make the performance memorable? He Mm -hmm. does that. Like in in, um, Dunkirk, he's got a fucking face mask on the whole time. It's just his eyes. He finds a way to make that character memorable. That's what Tom Hardy's, and he's magnificent in this, doing that. But no one else cares. Yeah, right. No, it, no one else cares. He was almost in a different movie. Yes, it felt yeah, he, like that. He, he was a cartoon character, a living cartoon character. Ev- everyone freaking out about the voices in his head. Everyone else was hitting deadlines and making sure it was coming in under budget, and that was their concern because Sony said we're going to just just churn it out, and maybe maybe the audience will get tricked into going, and we'll get a ton of money. And it so, worked. Yeah. So the symbiote. 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 I don't say symbiote. They they say it wrong. <laughs> Myself growing up, I'm pretty sure they kept saying the symbiote suit. Symbiote. Symbiote. Well, it's a symbiotic relationship. Symbiote. So theoretically, if you were going to shorten it, it would be a symbiote. Yeah. I've never but, heard anyone say it's symbiotic, but um, and then I'm not a also my understanding too, the the symbiote, its name is not Venom. When Eddie Brock and the symbiote become one. From, you mean from the comics? From the comics. No. The, it's always we are Venom. Yeah. Oh, okay. not not. Yeah, yeah. The alien doesn't say its name is Venom. Yeah. Right. In the movie, though, he introduced himself as Venom. He, he does. Hello, yeah. Eddie. I'm Venom. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that already kind of – that was already sort of – not not that I'm saying, like, it has to be exactly the comic books because – well, I'll already say – the movie did not need an origin story. I, I read a, uh, a headline where someone said, like, this movie felt like it fell out of a time warp from 2004 where a bunch of people sat around and said – we need to know mm-hmm. this character's backstory so we can kill time before mm-hmm. we have to do a crazy CGI no, uh, it, it, blowout. Well, that exactly. This movie is a movie from 10, 12 years ago, around the time of Nick Cage, Ghost Rider. Like, mm-hmm. When uh, people were like, there's money to be made in superheroes, so let's just churn them out. But we don't actually know what makes these things popular. Basically, before Marvel showcased what you can do if you actually care Shockingly, about the, the heroes involved, they, they showcase what, that they care, but also created a a template. Like a lot of Marvel movies are all the same origin story. They are, with, yeah, with different. But they're trackings. good, yeah. right? And so why why did they pick a different template for this movie? Well, they, I, it's you know what's weird is that I didn't see it as a different template. I just saw it was what James said. It's a bunch of people that didn't care. 
So like, I think Marvel does a really good job of hiring people that care and get them to care about their properties and their characters and the writing and everything else that they do with their movies. This seems to me like they're like, we're going to make a Marvel movie, like kind of like the way a Marvel origin story plays out. But everybody was like, who gives a fuck? Well, like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Sony was it's, like, just make sure, just make sure you finish on time. Yeah. Make sure it comes out in October. Yeah. That's all we need. Under budget. Make that's, sure Tom Hardy's in it. It's, that's what it, we want. It's interesting you brought up enough. Nick Cage because the, some of the guys that wrote this movie wrote Gone in 60 Seconds mm. and Con Air. Fun. Which are two pretty good movies. They're not right? bad yeah. movies, yeah, right? Yeah. From and, a different time period. But they're from yes. a different time yeah, period. Yeah. yeah. And so when you saw them, you're kind of like, oh, those are fun. Mm. And that was my main problem with this is like, Dan, you and I and Adam, Adam we all saw The Predator. I kind of had fun with The Predator. There were a few moments where I was like, that was neat. I liked what The Predator did here and there. Sure. In Venom, I didn't get any of those. I didn't like, and I loved CGI dumb bullshit. I, I, I kind of like that. I can get along for the ride. I couldn't do it with this movie mm-hmm. because I thought the CGI was bad. It was, it was particularly and, terrible. And they'd also established, since we've seen so many superhero movies, they established his powers early on. They, they Basically, Venom can do whatever he wants as a reflex in Tom Hardy's body. But then they keep showing you slow motions of like him attaching himself to the motorbike or attaching himself to a wall when we've already seen that happen a hundred times. It, so I'm like, why do they keep showing me that if I already know he can do it? Do something cooler and new. Well, it's it's weird because, again, scenes not – no one talking. I'll write this scene and I'll not – you stay in a different room and you write this scene. There's like – there is a discussion at one point about the limitation of Venom's powers. Because he compares it to another symbiote. Well, he says that, that Riot has a lot of weapons. He's like, he's got yeah. a lot of weapons. Yeah. Things you've never seen but before. they don't tell you what that means. There's mm-hmm. a point later where then Riot gets spiky, and he's like, see, I told you. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, also yeah. can stretch. Your, for, your, so if he, was like, if he was like, I can only stretch, then I guess. But he can also make he makes well, He makes uh, blades, too. I've yeah. seen it make bla- Venom makes blades. Did he make blades? I thought he made he a blade. In the movie, he did? Yeah, I thought I, he did. Absolutely. Well, the, the, here's another problem. I just, the problem is that there's a dis- there's a discrepancy there that isn't resolved. We can, it's the whole movie. I, this goes back to Ang Lee's Hulk, oh, uh, where it was the early days of the superhero movies where they're like, you know what? CGI is much easier to hide in the nighttime. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. And, and so, in smoke. Yeah. There, I think there's maybe only one scene with Venom where he's actually lit. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's in the convenience store, which they have shown in the trailer mm-hmm. uh, yeah. many times. And like, okay. And it, it looks okay. Um, once again, my only comparison is Spider-Man 3, which was one of the worst mm-hmm. villains ever done. But that was uh, – Sam Raimi already said he didn't care. Yeah. He absolutely did <laughs> well, not yeah, he care. He had Venom being shoved down his throat. Yeah, and, when, you know, and rightfully so. He, he, they should have never tried to shove that character in that movie, but it was Avi Arad or ever being like, the kids love Venom. It's just Venom <laughs> in the movie. If, if you showed 2002 James that Venom – yeah, I'd be like, holy shit! I can't believe Venom's in a movie. Yeah, but we had we just had Infinity War, <laughs> which had an entire CG character for the whole movie look fucking amazing the whole time, with so much attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, that this is almost unacceptable. It, it, it really <laughs> is. And you were talking about the Venom just being in the darkness the whole time because it's probably easier and cheaper to you remember when the SWAT team way. shows up and they go throw smoke yeah. <laughs> cover him up yeah. which doesn't make any sense as a SWAT team by the way <laughs> we can't say anything <laughs> it doesn't make any we're sense. lost it doesn't make sense at all the, so. the, the whole movie or especially the end the end fight scene I thought was incomprehensible it was terrible like, I, I couldn't terrible. follow yeah. the mean, action the goo fighting 
goo it, in the, the dark? You mean the gray, the black goo <laughs> fighting the gray goo in the dark? <laughs> there dark, were like dark gray goo. There were two pretty cool shots in super slow motion that okay. they actually lit where with, with the when the sonic weapons are going off. Oh yeah, yeah. Of, they mm-hmm. showed a little bit of it in the trailer, but they're kind of tearing apart. Yeah, and you could actually see what was going on, and that was really neat. But the other 10 or 15 minutes of that fight scene, I seriously didn't know who was fighting well, who no, or why. They, they also run like dog. Like, there's nothing human. Like, <laughs> it's it's all just a big pass. And I feel like, obviously, I feel like the people who worked on the CG for this, they did probably the best they could with the very small budget that they had. Sure. But when you create something that can do anything, and it's also the same color as darkness, that's an excuse. That's not a creative decision. It had nothing to do with the tone of the movie. Like, that was a creative decision. And when he runs like a dog <laughs> and just basically flies and jumps everywhere with no... It's not like Spider-Man. If you watch Spider-Man move in Spider-Man Homecoming, there's a reason he moves that way. Every single... He has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's very explicit. There's nothing about the way... He's just a big thing that bounds around. And then when they introduce another one, it moves the exact same absurd, silly way. Like He's bigger. He's bigger and he's a little grayer. He's a little grayer. <laughs> no, no I mean, bet. the thing is, those are those are problems. I, I get those are problems, <laughs> but they, the script is bad. It is. It's oh, a bad terrible. script. It's terrible. Well, and there, you were talking about the inconsistencies earlier. There, there's one as to whether or not Venom can read Eddie's mind or not. Because mm-hmm. at some point, he seems to know about. That's right. Was it Anne? Was that Anne? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm inside but you. But later, Eddie. he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's like, like, I know everything about you. And then he's like, Where are we going? Yeah. What are you? And like, and he's like, Tell me about your girlfriend. But there's so many times where <laughs> Venom is like, I'm taking control now. And then Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock's like, I'm going this way. He's like, no, Eddie, stop. Like, <laughs> well, it's so yeah. inconsistent in what can be done it's, or what the limitations are. The whole movie is scene to scene because, like, Eddie will, Eddie will say one second, I don't want my ex-fiance to come because it's too dangerous. And then Venom will go, I'm going to eat her. <laughs> And then in the next scene, he'll go, she should stay here. I it's like not her. safe. Yeah. And he goes, we need her. Like, it's like, it's, it, everything is just bouncing around. Well, the, Whatever well, needs to happen in that particular moment happens, and it doesn't, it doesn't work with the rest of the movie. I'll, I'll give you another example. The crux of the movie, the, the entire crux of the movie is that Venom and Riot, who are symbiotes, both want to get off planet on Elon Musk's rocket ship to go get more symbiotes to bring them back to, to Earth and take over. And Venom clearly states this. He says, I need to get to the spaceship. Within 24 hours of movie time, he then immediately changes and goes, you know what? Never mind, Eddie. I like you, so I'm staying, and I'm going to help save the Earth. And, it, and it, it's literally a one-off line that just is just like, you have changed. I, I, I like you now, Eddie. There's also and another like, one-off line that's indirect that he gives a different reason, where he goes, he goes well, I kind of want to stay on Earth, because I'm kind of a loser oh. <laughs> where I come from in my planet full of people like me or my aliens like me or whatever. So if I'm here and I'm the only one, then I'm going to be pretty powerful, right? right? And you're like, so what – like he's now at odds. Because before he wants to help Eddie, but then he also wants to – Because like, they forgot what they wrote dominate Earth before. Yet, no, I, so I, I, it's like you gave me two different reasons for why he wants to do what he wants to do. That's the whole movie, though. Well, there like, was also there's just another inconsistency that I found was <laughs> they kept they have a problem the uh, the Elon Musk character Riz Ahmed um, 
where they, they, they're kidnapping homeless people or whatever, and they're trying to get the, the symbiotes on them. Symbiote, I can't fucking decide on which one it's called. Uh, but they, they try to put on them, but everyone keeps dying because they're like, oh, the, the alien, the parasite will, will kill them. But then it attaches itself to Eddie Brock, and they go, he did it. Symbiosis. Are you watching this? They are one. But then he goes to the doctor, and they say, the, the thing's killing you. But then Venom goes, no, I'm not. And then <laughs> he does. He literally says, no, no I'm not. And they're yeah, like, no. They're lying. They're like, they're like, he's lying to you. And then he's like, you're, they're lying. And they, they they never clear up if it's actually killing. Because by the end of the movie, hey, okay, well, everything's well, also, fine. All fine. <laughs> also, shortly after that scene, they're separated. Yeah. And Michelle and, Williams shows up. And then, and so then Venom is, but Venom is like, well, we should stick together because we, we work I've n- I've found never, haven't found a human yet who merges with me so well. I also go into a dog. He does right away. And your ex girlfriend. <laughs> right into the girlfriend. Yes. And that's fine. And everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, everything's all right. We do literally the same thing we did with you. But and then also the, the it's also completely dismissed when Riot, the other uh, symbiote, is on the other side of the planet, makes its way th- in a very convoluted way, almost like the film Fallen. Where it's just uh-huh. like touching other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go from woman from Malaysia to older woman from Malaysia to, to little, little white girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. Little white girl who takes a plane who then walks into a laboratory <laughs> completely security. unguarded. And just goes, you're the chosen. Like you now. Like, what is the criteria for you to be strong enough to be able to handle this alien Again, thing? Everything there about this that. movie is setting up the rules of a scene. And then those rules are completely broken for whatever the next scene is. The The whole reason Eddie gets involved in this situation is because there's a doctor who has some doubts about what they're doing at the laboratory. Testing on homeless people. My God. <laughs> well, how, we're killing them. We're killing them. Except one of the first scenes of the movie is Eddie Brock finding out that they are testing drugs on homeless people and killing them. <laughs> Which is what causes him to lose his job and investigate in the first place, right. which they make a point of saying she was involved in. So nothing changed. No, no, nothing changed. Yeah, Except right. that the movie realized that she needed at some point to tell Eddie. Like, that's, these are inherently wrong things. <laughs> these are wrong. And, and also the biggest thing is at the very least you could walk away feeling like if the characters changed in some way. Mm. At the beginning of Iron Man, Tony Stark loves selling weapons. At the end, <laughs> he's going to get those weapons back. Like, that's all you got to do. Eddie Brock starts the movie as a reporter who, in the face of losing his job and losing his fiance, decides to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, what? In the face of he gets everything back. In the yeah. in the face of losing his life, his life, yeah, and his fiance, he does the right thing. There's no there's no progression. Mm-hmm. He doesn't change he ap- at all. There's one scene where he apologizes, the, but he, what, <laughs> he, he he apologizes for nothing. The movie is just telling you it's trying to make it seem like he's gone from point A to point B, but everyone else is wrong around him. He was the only one doing the right thing. His girlfriend was working for a guy who was killing hobos, and she's like, I can't believe you made me lose my job. Uh-huh. It's like, you're, you're the bad guy? <laughs> like, well, I was thinking about that a little bit, kind of the theme or what they were going for with Eddie Brock. And the only thing that I could really come up with, and this isn't necessarily hammered home in the movie, but is that something like keeping your integrity is, is only like a personal reward? Like they're you only feel that inside like no one else is going to give you kudos or a new job mm-hmm. because you're you have this strong integrity and do the right thing 
Yeah. I no, I mean, that's a complex theme, and thus you'd have to handle it compact with, with complexity. That's really hard. But they use a sledgehammer, yeah. and it doesn't work. It no. doesn't make sense. Well, it's it, the same. In another fault of the movie, in, in my opinion, the, I think to try and pretend, like you were saying, that there's been this progression, the first 40 minutes of the movie before he has the, the symbiote, I feel like they did, you know, they introduced the real world of the hero twice. Like they, they showed him doing his Vice News, hard-hitting YouTube Mm-hmm. News. Brock yeah, Bottom. The Brock Report. The Brock, yeah, report. The Brock Report, yeah. But then I, he was kind of, they they had to end that and then show his real world again where he's a loser yeah. again. And it just seemed unnecessary. Like they could have had, that was the cool shot in the movie. The, the, I don't, this, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole movie to me, like I'm pretty good at suspending disbelief on these sorts of films typically. Um, and usually I, I feel like this is going to sound ridiculous. I feel like I'm a pretty good barometer of whether or not I feel like most people can suspend their disbelief and it, the more that I watched the movie and the more that I thought about any scene at all just a little bit is when I started going oh, wait a minute hold on a second something just changed like like James said there were there were no there was no one scene to the next there wasn't anything that held them together so mm-hmm. when if something changed in, in the next scene then you had to immediately forget about it if you were going to enjoy the movie mm-hmm. because if you remembered anything from the previous 15 minutes then that was it. You were like, what the fuck is going well, on? Why do did you, the drones explode? Do you re- why was all the fire I mean, balloon? Why didn't they shoot bullets? Remember when <laughs> Riz Ahmed lets one of the things out of the... He's like wants to punish someone, so no. he lets one of the symbiotes out, mm-hmm. right? And then he comes back. The next time you see him, he comes back, and the thing is dead on the ground, which they've established that if it's in oxygen for too long, it well, dies, yeah. right? But... Like he's upset, and he's like, "Who did this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not ironic. Like, like he's not so crazy that he mm. thinks he's just like, "Who did this?" Yeah. Because the writer mm. forgot how that happened. Yeah. They just knew they had to get rid of one of those well, things. There's a whole other scene too where it's also kind of unclear because so we we fast forward what is it six months? Six months. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, the Brock Bottom his hit like YouTube yeah. show gets. Canceled. Gets canceled. Like Mm -hmm. he's he is at his worst, at his lowest point. Gets a phone call from one of the scientists who's working, who's been working on these alien uh, symbiotes for forever, how long? And she's like, "You got to get in here and help." It's like, why him? He he doesn't have a news show anymore. He's the only guy who ever has to ask the hard hitting questions. That he, in the face of. Losing his job, decided to do that. I mean, right? I, I can, I, I know the easy, the real answer. It's that the screenwriter said, "How do we get Eddie Brock into this, yes. into, this the lab. into the lab, <laughs> so that the homeless person who he befriended earlier can oh, give yeah. him the the symbiote I mean, instead?" The, the problem is, if you're watching something and you're like, "This could have been such an easy fix," like on the page, which is, "All right, we start Eddie Brock off as a reporter." He does the right thing in the face of it and is punished for it. So it causes him to fall into the deep end. Why did I even bother doing the right thing in the first place? If you want to ham fist it, he goes to the lab and throws beer bottles because <laughs> he's so pissed. And he just happens to be there when there's some sort of Accident. breakout yeah. because yeah. they have hobos and one of them kept a shiv and yeah, sure. <laughs> unlocks it and then gets out. And then he just happens to be there like being a whiny little bitch about his life. Mm-hmm. And then that causes him to get the thing on him, right? Like, that well, still true. makes more sense. That's Spider-Man. Spider-Man just gets bit by a spider randomly. Yes. You yeah. know, like, that's really what happens. And I, and everyone sort of accepts it and moves on, right? And it's then, like, oh, okay, cool. And then the whole movie can be about him, like, oh, I'm going to take it to this company 
like I have this power and I'm going to use it the wrong way. Again, Spider-Man kind of, <laughs> there's a template there that you could use. <laughs> um, well, it just, it introduced this strange subplot at that point where the doctor gets Eddie into the facility. Mm-hmm. No cameras. And then, and, yeah, and then there's this whole thing and they're no like, cameras. No, literally no cameras. And they go, at all. And yeah, they go one security so the most high tech lab in the world. Evil bad guy goes, security, you need to get on this and figure out who did it. And everyone's acting like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, we'll just, who knows? We'll never find out. It's like, there's a login. There's there's no camera. Like yeah, there's like there had to have been cameras because <laughs> I thought for sure they were gonna like it was weird because I was telegraphing the the script in my head. I was like, oh, they're gonna show the footage and they're gonna go Eddie Brock. We know where Eddie Brock is. But they kept going back to Riz Ahmed being like, you got to find him. Where is he? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. How do you not know that it was Eddie Brock in the lab? It was just this very complicated add-on that was unnecessary, which led to a motorcycle chase, which then they said, uh, my favorite line in any movie is, release the drones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and they, I, this company that is supposed to, it's supposed to be a SpaceX type yeah. uh philanthropical or like a philanthropic sort of character has drones that their one job is to run into things and explode. Yeah. All explode labeled blue. all with this company's yeah, label all over. Yeah, serial blue flames. Everything was blue in that fight. Also, yeah. Every explosion. It was every, very strange. Every single time something happened, they would always cut to the control room where Riz Ahmed had his like NASA team. Uh-huh. And he would be narrating the events yes, yes, of yeah. everything. There which was a lot is, of explaining in this It's like such, that's if you ever want to know if a movie isn't confident in what is going on, it has a character doing that. Yep. There's no con- no one had any confidence, which is why he had to say, "We're going to chase him with drones. Look how athletic he is." I'm describing all of the things that are happening in this scene because it may not make any sense and we're not sure how we shot it. And like, th- th- there, there were a lot of those lines that were yes, also yes. 80-yard. Like, you yep. can tell when when an important line is said and that character is looking away from mm-hmm. the camera that they decided to do that later because some you know, studio head or test audience it's, it's person is like, I, just, I don't know what's going it's, on it's here. It's definitely a note. Dana's, yeah. Dana's right. I, that was the thing that... That happened three or four and, times and you can movie. see this. This is, this is all across everything. Television, movies, anything. When you... Are watching a scene and you in your head just keep track of when you're watching and you go oh uh, his leg is broken or his leg was broken and then it got fixed by venom no problem and then they cut to the next scene and eddie brock goes whoa my leg was broken and now it's fixed <laughs> no we he already says, knew that no. james has he point. says my legs were broken and now they're not broken what <laughs> happened <laughs> <laughs> Which is the dumbest, the single dumbest but, thing I've ever they, heard in a movie. But the movie gives you a close-up of Venom fixing his broken leg. Yes. They were they were unsure if that if was going to translate. Because they hadn't in CG'd CG. it yet, and they, were, they weren't confident in the end result. Even, even though there's enough lines uh, say, where he's uh, saying, like, I will hear you, Eddie. Uh, I want to say, say something positive. Hey, hang on a second. Before movie. positive. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say, I, uh, I want to talk to you guys about Elisa real quick. Yeah. Do you find yourself distracted, forgetting things, making mistakes at work? A high-quality night's sleep makes all the difference. The right mattress is the difference between resting and just laying down. The Lisa mattress is the product of more than 30 years of experience in mattress engineering and hundreds of hours of testing. Comprised of three foam layers that provide cooling pressure relief, body contouring, and support, over 300,000 happy Lisa sleepers agree the Lisa mattress gives them the rest they need. Order your Lisa mattress online at lisa.com slash filmhouse with promo code filmhouse 
and try it risk-free for 100 nights. It ships direct to your door in a convenient box with free shipping and free returns. Find the right mattress for you at lisa.com slash filmhouse and get the rest you need tonight. Get up to $160 off the Lisa mattress or $235 off the luxury Sapira mattress and free shipping on the Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash filmhouse and enter the promo code filmhouse at checkout. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash filmhouse, promo code filmhouse. But yeah, so James, yes. please Can we move focus. to the positives? <laughs> we were well, supposed to start there. Well, it's not going to be how much time. Oh, I, something I, want. I just want to say, <laughs> all right, so it's not it all negative, all right. but I want to say that when a movie is as broken as this is, it makes it really hard to predict. <laughs> <laughs> so I did appreciate the aspect of my not being able to sit in the movie and guess what was going to come next <laughs> yeah. because I was applying the I, rules of logic. I didn't anticipate the bad guy would murder all the scientists he's been working with for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's only 25. And he's like, he's like, we're going to space now. Uh, he's like, and they're like, space missions take like months of prep. He goes, five he's minutes. Like, no, he's, like, no. he's like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, he's like, set the timer for five minutes. And all the guys are like, all the scientists are like, it's at least a 20 minute walk <laughs> to get to the ship. Well, that's, it's funny when all the scientists did that, that was me in the theater being like, I don't know how they're going to launch this rocket in five minutes. And yeah, I guess the, the, the bad guy's undoing is when the, the rocket goes, he goes, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best thing about it, that's one of the best things too, is when the hero does a really <laughs> shitty job of saving the day. And in this movie, the end is he reaches the rock, the bad guy gets to the <laughs> rocket ship, and it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. <laughs> and fire is the only weakness. I mean, like, Venom, I, I think he, like, he dings it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like, shows well, no, it. He, he, cuts it, he cuts it down and puts releases the jet I know, fuel. but that's what he's like, instead of and going and fighting nothing. Riot, why didn't he just go punch the well, ship? That, that was another logic inconsistency, because they make it very clear that fire and sound can hurt Venom. Correct. Well, but then at the end, when a spaceship explodes on him, somehow right. Venom is okay. Venom's, Venom sacrifices himself for Tom Hardy. Because yeah. Ven- Venom shoots. And my, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when Tom Hardy goes, Venom, no! <laughs> like that. He said that. He said, let him know. I need to see it he again. Goes, I need to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But, but, yeah, well, so that was that was a fun part too because in the in the Venom lore or whatever, we've always known that his weakness is ultrasonic sound. Right. Mm-hmm. That was introduced when Peter Parker gets the suit off him by ringing a bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of a shitty weakness, but it's it's fine. Uh, happens about 18 times in this movie mm-hmm. where they climb a building and he's like the view is nice and then a plane goes back and goes, the plane's still about I don't know a mile overhead he's like ah <laughs> like, yeah like I think well, uh, I think like a loud boombox would fire, upset him is fire a thing that also hurts Venom in the new, comics new to me oh, in the comics I don't know what the I comics. don't remember that being a thing in the comics but, but I may be completely but wrong he, but he offers that information up he says it where he yes. goes he's like he's like oh yeah the, the sounds make him hurt bad and he goes and fire fire bad through fire hurts me <laughs> Apples, don't eat any apples if you want to get rid of me, the parasite. It, it just but, it felt like an add-on because of the explosion at the end. They want you to think that the, the, the symbiote is dead. Yeah. Because, symbiote well, is they dead. It's because they couldn't think of any other way to end the movie. Right. It, a, a, it, like, a false death ending like that in a movie where the titular hero is going to die in the first one. It just, it's so false. That's, that's another thing, too. This movie, the, it's called Venom. And if you make a movie called Venom, you better give me Venom. He's really not in it that much, True. but it does still do the things that an action movie does, where it has, says every couple, every ten, five to ten minutes, we need an action sequence. Mm-hmm. Sure. Until Venom shows up, they continue that pace, and it's terrible because it involves Tom Hardy climbing into an aquarium and eating lobster. <laughs> like, 
those actually thought that action, was great. Those are Did the you? action yeah. sequences that fill those voids. Which are not action sequences. They're not action yeah. sequences, but they treat them like, oh, these are these moments of excitement and levity that are supposed to break it up. Well, so, so no, I, th- I think Tom Hardy going yeah. to weird places. This is the one thing I think was, we all we all was the on. interesting part of the film. Yeah, we even all, though the lobster things over the top, no, no, for was, sure, those still, were the yeah. only parts of the movie that were intriguing at all. It was fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It was fun yeah, to watch like, Tom Hardy, and like mm. fun to watch Tom Hardy act. It yeah. always is. Yeah. Pretty much in everything. It, like it when just, he's on the motorcycle going fast and the wind's in his face and he's <laughs> doing like a goofy, whatever goofy lines he had, I thought it was my, funny. Yeah. My, and well, that was that was a more interesting movie. And, and again, going back to this movie forgetting like what happened before it, that motorcycle sequence, there's something that happens in movies. If you look for it, you'll see it all the time. There'll be an, a moment of intensity, right? Eddie being attacked by guards, not sure what was going on, fighting guys off in the in his apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, it'll break into outright action, right? And that happens when he comes out of his alleyway and his motorcycle's there, and he's like, I'm gonna leave on this motorcycle. We saw it, and we introduced it at the beginning. He's a good motorcycle driver. Yeah, we, we saw in that He montage. peels out, and there's like a <laughs> like a tar rock that roll, comes yeah. in. It happens in so many movies. If you look for it, you will see it. And it happens in this movie, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Three or four minutes later, the movie forgot that it already had that moment, and there's a point where he kind of slows down and then goes again. He goes, Wee! And it's the same guitar riff, and it's because they literally forgot that they had already used that same riff to get the action sequence going. Man, and that specific action sequence, by the way, if you guys were looking, which I'm sure you were, there was at least four shots of a stuntman Tom Hardy, clearly a stunt there. Yeah. That one of them, a clearly a stuntman Tom Hardy, just riding a motorcycle oh. down the street, and it's oh. <laughs> it doesn't even have the same hair. <laughs> and it was just it was one of those things where I was like, I was like, come on, they could have like they could have gotten so close with this if they just put a little more effort into it. I would have I would have not seen stuntman Tom Hardy. <laughs> I, this is a really good paycheck for everyone involved. Yeah, um, I'm glad everyone got paid. It's weird that. Ruben Fleischer, who had made Zombieland, which is a good movie, good movie yeah. with a sense of style. Yeah, it's a little inconsistent, but it's got a sense of style. Especially would make the start. Would make this movie that is just utterly devoid Wait, yeah, the, of any sort of style. There are no stylistic flourishes at all. There's maybe, nothing. I mean, I can see like saying, "Oh yeah, Zombieland was great. Let's give that director a superhero movie. Maybe he'll do something I'd fun." Be, I'd be very curious to see if he comes yeah. back to do a sequel. I, I go back. I go back to the. I don't know if you guys have read it. The Sony email. Oh, the hex. The uh, one yeah. about uh, no. The, well, it's the one that somebody like leaked. EDM kids. It's about Spider Man and about how they. Kept talking about how Spider-Man should be doing Snapchat and EDM and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. I think Sony is constantly giving those notes. I think yeah. these are executive notes on these movies. Like Ruben Fleischer may have had a not bad film on his hands with Tom Hardy and all that other stuff, and I think Sony keeps yeah. just piling it on because I th- I always think those ADRs of like my legs are broken and now they are not broken. I think those are executive notes. I, th- I don't Absolutely. think that those are anything else other than. Old people being like, we don't know what happened because we were playing with our kids or using our phone while watching the screener. That's, <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like I think like even like the opening montage seems like something that the studio is like, hey, we need to make it snappier up at the front of the film. I'm just saying, we've seen two movies in the last, I don't know, what, month that opens up with a spacecraft crashing onto <laughs> Earth? <laughs> I, the Predator. The that's same, right. The yeah. Predator. And like, once again, you don't open your movie like that because, and same exact problem as uh, The Predator where they go... All right, life mission uh, three forty-five. We're going down. Like, <laughs> why? Why are you going down? That is, that is my favorite thing too. About about and I don't know. I've never flown a spacecraft 
back into Earth's atmosphere. But it's like in the movie, it's like, all right, we are on course for landing. Oh my God! <laughs> he, goes, he goes, oh my God! And bursts into frame. And I'm like, I'm like, even if the thing broke out of containment or sure. whatever, what could it have done? It didn't show it yeah. like flip or yeah, lose like a orbit meteor or, or anything. Or like the movie didn't even. Did the movie explain that? Did the movie I mean, explain why it crashed? Just says, I, mean, it I think it was riot like, breaking out. Was it riot? Yeah. I mean, it? it probably was riot. Okay, I assume right. it was riot breaking right. out because that's yeah. where they're like, one of them's empty. Well, but, and that's why one of them was in one of the pilots, the Jameson. Got it. Okay. Presume, Got it. presume yeah. that it jumped out and then had to do something to make it crash. I don't know. It's not in, it's not conveyed visually yeah, yeah. that something right. went wrong. It's just a guy ADR going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and then it blows up. <laughs> so, so to go back to two things, you, you were talking about Sony earlier. Mm. I don't know what they're doing, man. They're uh, failing. Uh, they're failing miserably. Really, well, really, no, they really are not badly. Failing well, because they made a buttload well, of money. They made, they made, this yeah, is they, this is a Suicide but, Squad type scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people do not care. They that's just true. want the mm. dumb characters that they like on I, on a moving thing. Well, and, and maybe that's what they're doing. They're just making movies that they think will make money instead of making decent movies. Maybe. But I feel like if it's good, there it will lot, also make money. Well, so the, recently there was another, there was another thing that was leaked out of Sony, and that was that they were executives were basically panicking because all the movies they were making were poorly reviewed, yeah. and all and also like their reputation was kind of going down the drain. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so James may be right. They made, they made money on this film, but I don't know that they feel like that this is a huge win for them. Well, I don't know. I, I oh. oh, there goes I, Eddie Brock. Yeah. Eddie Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Release the drones. <laughs> I think with $200 million in opening weekend, we are going to get Morbius... If that does well, we're just going to get a whole. <laughs> right. I don't we're going to get a whole Spider-Man, yes, Venom, Venom. I think Venom villain universe. I'm going to throw it out there Spider-Man. and say, it. I'm going to say Venom could potentially be a fluke, only because people were like myself were hoping it was loosely connected to Spider-Man in some way. I was so that it would just not that it all has to be part of this MCU, but I I don't know. I they might be able to do a Joker movie without Batman, but. Venom, I don't think can stand on his own. He is a a villain. He at best he's an antihero, but you need to bounce him off of someone who's you. You can't just have his twin. Yeah. You yeah. can't have the villain be the twin and then tease it in the next movie that it's going to be another one, another evil version. He only fights other aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, I think there were probably forty minutes of awesome in Venom. That if they were in a Spider-Man movie, it would have oh. been a cool fucking Spider-Man uh, movie. Oh, I would have given it maybe 15, 20 minutes. That end, like uh, James knows, the my, my climaxes in films were always like, I can't wait till the hero fights the basically the opposite mm-hmm. of himself. It's going to be this badass, like the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, the one with Edward Norton. I was like really excited because I was like, all right, maybe this Riot fight's going to be badass. Finally, right? someone who's up to snuff. Yeah, I was like, all right, Riot can fight Venom. This is going to be cool. And I couldn't see a thing. I know, it was, you couldn't, I couldn't follow see a thing. And I was like, what the fuck? I this is the one thing I was waiting for. <laughs> also, he basically loses. Like, it, like yeah. he, does he lose, doesn't yes. use he does creativity lose. or his other Smarts. weaker abilities yeah. in a smart way. Mm-hmm. He just gets his ass kicked until they both kind of almost die, and then <laughs> Riot blows up it's, in a spaceship accident. It's something that Marvel Studios and even uh, like Joss Whedon, I think, is good at. We've talked about this before, where you have someone who is a fan of a property, and they go oh, it'd be fun to show this cool thing that they do. So a good example is uh, the first Avengers. You have Hulk fighting Thor, right? Mm, yeah. And he throws the hammer and it falls on the ground, and then Hulk tries to pick it up. And you're like, aha, but the rules say he can't do that. Even in Justice League, 
as weak as that movie was, there was at least one really cool moment where the Flash is running. It's already been established. The Flash is faster than anything in the world. Then Superman looks at him. Yep. And you're like, hey, check it out. Like, someone knows, at least they know the, the, the world they're working in. Venom never once did anything other than something that, like, Gak would do. <laughs> like, it's, it, he sticks to things and pulls it, and he can climb fast, and he can use a shield, kind of, but he, he never, yeah, he never, like, did anything super cool that no. you, you use that character to its fullest potential, and that just never happened. I, I think Venom has a certain amount of brand power. Like, I think this is the quality of the first Ghost Rider, the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider, which we watched not too long ago. Mm, it's right. the same. Honestly, if you watch them side by side, I'm sure you'll find the same things where it's like, we can't afford to do Ghost Rider yet. We can only do Ghost Rider from the 45-minute mark on. You get right? three scenes. So, so yeah. So the first scene has to be something wacky. So it's like, whoa, my bike's alive. <laughs> like, 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 so there's like always shit like that. Right. The only difference is that Ghost Rider, no one gives a shit about. No one cares. Which Ghost are, Rider has no brand power. As, as Venom dis- at least has brand yeah. power. As we discovered in Vancouver, unfairly, uh, Spirit of Vengeance is actually kind of a fun movie. Uh-huh. It was directed by the Crank guys. Yeah. And the CGI looks infinitely better when there's like that daytime car chasing. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, it looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, they didn't have to bad. hide it at night. Like, it's a lower budget and it's a, at least it knows it's stupid. I, Venom was... I think only uh, Tom Hardy knew it was stupid. Yeah. I also I also want to uh, <laughs> that's the turd in the wind scene. I want to <laughs> say uh, I want to say real quick because people will comment. Someone will go. I wish they had gotten someone who loved it in there to talk. We couldn't find any. Yeah, <laughs> I went to it was, watch it because you guys all assumed I would like it. It was hard I enough to get I'd like everyone it. to go see it. I, I thought I was going to be like, hey, you know what? That wasn't so bad, and mm. it was bad. Man, was it bad! I thought for sure I was going to come out of this movie with something redeemable. The only thing I can come up come up with really when I think about it is I liked Tom Hardy talking to Venom. I liked the Venom yeah. voice because it was Tom yeah, Hardy's yeah. voice. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when they're acting opposite each other, it's just Tom Hardy twice. Uh, I thought that was neat. They had good chemistry. I th- right. Because the things they were saying were dumb as fuck. Right. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it had good chemistry. I would I would have rather watched them just sit in a room and talk yeah. than to see My them trying to sort, yeah, well, sort out any of their bullshit. Well, the, just strange things, too. Like, inter- like having a love interest because... It's sort of just a checklist. Oh my yeah. god, she was and pointless. Was like, she, Terrible. She could have just been his sister. It's true. She didn't have to be in the movie. Well, and she's a good actress too. Yes, yeah, she is. But the character had zero point. Like yeah. there was absolutely no purpose other than to shit on Eddie Brock. Even well, there more. was a part. There's the part where yeah, she is the one. She needs to get the venom back to Eddie, and then they go, "Thank you for your time. Stay, go away now." They like they tell her like, "You're done being in the movie now," and then <laughs> she goes, "No." I will continue, and then she yeah. she, she does. She, she helps. goes and helps. Yeah. Oh, what does she do? She, she she causes a loud the, noise. She, to yeah, happen. Yeah. she turns up the thing. <laughs> That's right. It's. I mean, like like oh, I said, the, I think the only redeemable thing is Tom Hardy. Yes. That's, that's well, it. And you you said you liked the the he and Venom moments. I also liked right before that when he just had the symbiote and was freaking out it was about crazy. it. Crazy, yeah, yeah. Because no, yeah. he was you know sweaty and gross and doing really weird wacky stuff. Something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, like he again, Tom Hardy's great in everything. And I, I thought I thought that like when Venom would comment in his head when he was talking to other people, I got some a few genuine laughs from me. Like mm. I thought it would be funny when Venom would interject and be like, "No, he's lying." And I, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Kind of funny. I, yeah, it's it does seem like a movie that's constantly at odds with itself, and mm. 
Hopefully, when they do the inevitable sequel, they just embrace the silliness. Yeah, hopefully they get someone on board more with Tom Hardy's vision. Get the I crank guess. guys. Yeah. yeah. Get the Spirit <laughs> of Vengeance dudes. They, yeah. They'd probably get it. I, I, it it, well, it was at its best when it didn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all I can really say. And yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sick of SWAT guys fighting superheroes. <laughs> Me just too. like Guys in black outfits with guns. <laughs> With no personality and no face and no name he, are not interesting. He also at broke all. into a news building, and when he came down, there was like ten SWAT guys. Mm-hmm. But then when he killed all the SWAT guys, he just left out the front door. Like, yeah, like the cop I mean, cars how did they there? get there? Yeah. A van? They must have worked. <laughs> was it there. just this ten guys go from news building to news building <laughs> to check to see if people are breaking in? Like, I don't know. It didn't care. As I soon just, as it, like, literally, the scene ends with him riding with Michelle Williams away on a motorcycle like nothing ever happened, right? Or yeah. no, driving away in her car. Yeah. He's sitting in the back seat and he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still, con- does he need food? Is that a thing? I don't know. He keeps th- eating tater tots. But then he needs people's but then heads. In this scene, it doesn't make sense because at one point they're like, it has to be alive. Yeah, no, and then later on, tater tots are his favorite. But then he eats, <laughs> and then he also no eats a bunch sense. of food and then throws it up immediately like he can't handle There's, the food. Oh, the the, the oh. turd in the wind thing too also bothered me because like, he's like, we're only going to, we're only going to eat bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then, the guy, this guy comes in and he tries to rob the convenience this is store. This is Chen, yeah. And I, I think they, like, I think there's some tonal shit that gets fucked. This, this movie is all broken. I think they, there's some. You could make a completely different movie in this edit, but like, <laughs> he lectures the guy about if he ever sees him around here again, right? What he's gonna do to you? Yes. And it's like, oh shit, he's like really scaring. Also, the guy is like scared too. Like when, if you if you notice when he was robbing Mrs. Chen, yeah. he's like shaking, yeah, yeah. and they ADR'd his voice to make him sound angry. But every time you saw the actor, he looked like he was on the verge of tears, and you're like, <laughs> oh, they're going to do a thing about poverty or how it's hard out there, or whatever. But then he lectures this guy and he's like, if I ever see you again, then I'll kill you. And remember, we are Venom. And then he goes, never mind. And then he <laughs> eats him whole. Yeah, he does. And then he goes, sorry, Mr. Chen, I got a parasite. But then they at least ADR'd and address the point where he goes, you can't call me parasite. Yeah, Venom doesn't like, like that name. He's like, no, it's a terms of endearment. But it's just like, well, I don't, so I don't know what he is. I don't I, know what his goals are. Yeah. I don't know who he's defending or who he's fighting. I think a lot of people will say that the, that's the point of the film is that you don't know yeah, who wrong. Venom is. And that yeah. Venom, I, I agree because like, well, well, Venom and Eddie are constantly fighting for who has consciousness and who has control. And I'm like... Boy, do I not care. There, there's no rule there, so I have no idea who to follow or who to like. There's an interesting story about the two of them coming to terms with each other about being losers. Yeah. There's an interesting Little story there. Buddy film. But as far as how much they explore it, it's one line and then completely forgotten for the rest Maybe of two lines. Where's the second Maybe. line? Well, there's the one time where he calls Eddie a loser, and uh-huh. then there's later on in the movie where he admits that he's, he's also a loser. Yeah. Oh, okay, two lines. But he doesn't really say <laughs> why. He just says, I, I am also a loser. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the implication is that he doesn't have as many weapons. Is I, I Yeah, I don't uh, know which what... Which are, uh, a.k.a. axe arms. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> axe arms and blades. So I, I did actually just now think of another good... Good thing about this film, oh, good. No. And it, it was like an hour and a half long. No, hour forty seven. There were there were seventeen minutes of credits. My movie, yeah, my movie started at eleven thirty, and I left at one thirty. I'm just letting you know. 
Um, uh, well, we saw it. At, we saw it in ArcLight, and the woman came out before and said the runtime of this film is an hour and forty-seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And then there's minutes a trailer, but it will feel longer. And there's a Spider Verse clip after the credits. We, did, cool. you, did you say for that? No, absolutely not. It we could did. have been two and a half hours long. Is what I'm saying. I mean, we, uh, I'm going to see Spider Verse. That movie yeah, looks this, really good. The trailer has more personality. Yeah, it does. Th- which ran before this movie. Bad marketing move, by the way. <laughs> it had more personality about like. He goes through more of a character progression. Miles Morales goes more through, through more of a character progression in the trailer for this movie than Venom does the whole in the movie. whole thing. Yeah. It's really it, great. It, this it, might be hard to watch is my only thought. Really, I, There's I, just it, so much going on. It takes me a moment, but my eyes sort of adjust to what's going on. But, yeah, it, it, and that blows my mind, too, that this is – I know it's Sony Animation versus Sony Pictures, mm-hmm. but – uh, from what I've heard, people who've seen like the first 35 minutes of this movie stuff at Comic Con, like everyone's like, it's it's gonna be. It looks really amazing. Good. Cool. Yeah. So the, I'm, at the very least, we only have to wait till December to get a good Spider-Man movie, <laughs> yeah. even if it's not. I, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with this sort of. You know, it doesn't all have to be the same. Peter Parker. No, you know, no, no, no. I, 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 I've been, been waiting for done it enough. Good. Listen, you know I love my Spider Gwen. Yeah, <laughs> she looks cool as shit. I was saying like a, a Pixar level uh, superhero Spider-Man. movie that's not Big yeah. Hero Six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like. Why not? Like, yeah, just the the perfect like melding of comic book and animation it looks so good. I mean, if, ever since Disney bought Marvel, I thought a Pixar Spider Man would be a perfect oh, wow. film. That'd be amazing. Well, this is already okay. this already looks great. It's yeah, not Pixar, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I guess that's the most positive thing I have to say about Venom is when I stayed through the credits <laughs> and saw all the hardworking people, yeah, uh, who were mostly from India. I noticed, <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, like Deepak's working on this film. <laughs> uh, good for them. Uh, I got to see this really uh, great trailer at the end of the movie, and it looks fantastic. So, so what do we think of uh, an entire universe of Spider-Man characters without Spider-Man? Please. Keep scraping the barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> $200 million in, in one weekend. Venom is the only thing that they have going. I, I love Spider-Man, but he is, his villains stand out alongside him. No Rhino movie? No. <laughs> we had what one. What about Paul Electro? Giamatti. Oh, I, there's one other thing I forgot to tell you guys. Uh, we've, I found out some of the, one of the screenplay writers also wrote Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm. Which is also trash. Just so, yeah, just so which you is know. also trash with a really excellent actor who's the one person who figured out an interesting twist with that movie and then is basically pushed under. Jamie Who's Fox. Oh, Jamie right. Fox's Electro is the only interesting, remotely interesting thing about that. I liked movie. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. I mean, like, yeah, the sure. Performances aren't She's that fine. bad in that film. Emma Stone but is the, Emma Stone, but the movie is yeah. bad. The movie is the, bad. the best thing about Spider-Man Two is you could tell the two leads were fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, they're not even acting. Yeah. All right. Any clo- closing thoughts on on Venom before we go home? Anything you like, but don't see it. It's yeah, like, it, it it's really is. A, it is I, a waste. I don't know. I, I if you have any interest in superhero movies, like I go see Ghost Rider if you want to. It, it's it's cool that we have a Hollywood has caught up to the point where you can make a a movie about a thing that you enjoyed as a kid. Yeah. I think that's fine. There, there is and, a nostalgia factor. Yeah. I. I, I guess see this so that if the sequel's better, you can compare the two. Mm-hmm. I say rent it, better. rent it maybe. Rent yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Don't, it's an airplane movie. Don't, but, don't, yeah. don't pay the extra five bucks nope. like Bruce did for the D box seats. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, the D box, yeah, did. first time I ever did it. Oh and, man, uh, was it throwing you around? I was trying to eat French fries while well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got two like like guards on the side, like two poles that you hold mm-hmm. on to. Uh, they're also some of the most uncomfortable seats in the world. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I don't really recommend. It really takes you out of the movie. It, odd, right? Yeah. Remember when he tells that guy about Jesus? So the guy, homeless guy, is like, "I trust you." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He does. <laughs> he just said, "He just said you want to get paid or what?" And the guy's like, "All right, fine." 
I thought Riz Ahmed was fine. He didn't have much to work with. He was uh, trying. Some he, people he's, tried. He's yeah, also tried, our age he has nothing. playing a 25-year-old. That was a weird throwaway line that I thought was pointless also. Wow. Yeah. He's super young and he's a bad guy and Eddie's a good guy. It's mm. as black and white as you can get. Yeah. It's, a, it's a movie made by Sony, so yeah. there you uh, go. Well, hopefully they try harder next time. Make Venom great again. <laughs> they won't. They've been only, all you've done is encourage them yeah. to try less hard. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. yep. Venom 2 is going to be worse. Uh, half, half, half the budget. I'm genuinely curious if Ruben Fleischer comes back for the sequel. I feel like he will not. I feel like he will leverage the success of this to go do something he actually wants to do. Hopefully. Yeah. Hey, we got James Gunn working on Suicide Squad 2 or whatever the new, yeah, yeah. its own thing. But what a twist. <laughs> really? A ragtag group universe. of people, of uh, heroes or villains that we've never no, heard of? No, I'm just saying for Suicide Squad. What yeah. a, can no. you imagine the difference in yeah. movies that it would be? <laughs> Well, we'll also see if James Gunn is, uh, if maybe he's, hopefully he's better than just the the Guardians, you know? I read that story and I was like, all right, James Gunn, you finally offended me. (laughs) 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 It's the worst thing I've read (laughs) about you on the internet. He can make Uh, it good. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week, maybe with some more Halloween spookies. Halloween's coming out soon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Dun dun.